0: Hey, Mary. Yes, Shelly. Do you remember last episode? I said we were going to take a break from the temple episodes.
1: Vaguely. All of this runs together. Guess what?
0: That was a lie. (laughs) Is Lucifer with us? (laughs) You mean Michael Ballum? (laughs) Whoever. Yeah. You lied to our listeners, Shelly? I did. You know, I just decided let's get one more temple episode in before I go to Utah. So I guess we should get to it. Let's do it. Be right back. Ever feel judged at the gym?
1: You don't know how to use the leg curl machine?
0: At Planet Fitness, get energy without the judgment. Join the judgment-free zone today during the Big Fitness Energy Sale for $0.24 cents down, $10 a month. Cancel any time. Deal extended through January 19th. See Home Club for details.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Latter-day Lesbian, the podcast about an ex-Mormon gay girl. Just trying to figure out
0: her life. I'm Mary. I'm Shelly. <laughs> you know what? It's not even weird for me being gay anymore. I just got to throw that out there. Oh, I'm so gay. It's like I've always been <laughs> so gay. out of the closet. Remember that pen
1: I got you recently? Oh my
0: God, I love it. It's, it's, it has this little <laughs> dial on it and you get to pick how gay you feel that day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so, so good.
1: How gay are you feeling today, Sheldon? Uh, the gayest. Oh. How about that? Who is The gayest. The, the gayest. gayest. For some reason, we sing this stupid Christmas song around the house. I, Does anybody know that song? Who's the merriest? Isn't that what it is? It's stupid. <laughs> we sing it for everything. It's so dumb. Why do we do that? COVID. <laughs> That's why. Yeah, raise your hand if you're doing the weirdest shit during COVID that you never did before. Everyone. Because <laughs> you're just bored or something? Yeah, it's like... I mean, every day is exactly the same as yeah. the one before. So let's
0: throw in yeah. some sing songy shit and make it a little <laughs> different than the day before, even oh, though it's yes. not different because the day before we did the sing songy shit too. I think you're upsetting the dogs. Yeah, they're doing their sing songy <laughs> shit right now. Exactly. <laughs> okay, pay attention, everyone. If you are listening to this episode on October 10th, tomorrow is October 11th. It really is. It is. That's how calendars work. So tomorrow (laughs) is October 11th, and that is the date of our LDL meetup in Utah, specifically Murray Park, Pavilion 3. Mm -hmm. That is at 495 East, 5300 South. We're starting at four o'clock. We're going to go until we're done. Um, So please bring some food, bring your masks. We will be social distancing. Sorry, no hugs unless we get real, real drunk and then we end up hugging everyone. But we're going to try to avoid that. Yeah,
1: please come. Yeah, you know, it turns out food has fewer calories when you eat them through the mask because it (laughs) kind of filters out the calories.
0: (laughs) You're funny this morning.
1: (laughs) That is difficult to balance. It's kind of like. I'm a little paranoid about flying, even though there aren't any real
0: statistics to back up that it's dangerous. Well, I think people that are flying are super, super vigilant as far as wearing their masks. What about taking your mask off to eat or drink something?
1: You're going to have your mask off on a plane.
0: Whatever. We'll see. (laughs) We haven't seen anything out where it's like the airlines are blowing up all COVID cases. I know. I'm just a little paranoid. So
1: please wear a mask for my own personal paranoia, everybody. And then we'll have to figure out the eating
0: and drinking part because you can't do that through a mask. No, it is a (laughs) large pavilion. Yes, it is. So there should be lots of room to spread out. If you feel the need to spread out even further outside of the pavilion, bring a chair.
1: Yeah. Do we need to bring a megaphone? (laughs)
0: <laughs> uh, have you heard this voice? Oh my goodness. Is no that megaphone. Your, is that your Elohim voice? <laughs> Should I do the whole meet and greet in pirate voice? Pirate oh my God? God, please do. I want you to say welcome. Welcome to the brouhaha. Why is pirate God always growling? <laughs> Isn't that what you're supposed to do? Yes. It's kind of
1: like anytime I want to imitate a French accent. And if you're offended by this, I'm very, very sorry. But every time I do, I imitate Pepe Le Pew. It's just my standard
0: <laughs> French accent. Give me some.
1: We will go to the Casbah. Mm, 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 mm,
0: mm. <laughs> That's all I can do.
1: <laughs> it was
0: good. It's always like creepy stalker stuff. Well, that was Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> Pepe Le Pew. No did not mean no to Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> I Le know. Pugh. It's terrible. I know. Find your own species. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And
1: someone who wants you. <laughs> and someone who consents. <laughs> exactly. Specifically someone who consents. A consenting consents. skunk. Yeah. Because he Is was that a skunk. so hard to find? No. Why was he attracted to a cat with paint on her back?
0: Oh, that's right. She had paint. <laughs> she always
1: had paint on her back.
0: <laughs> she would like walk under a newly painted board or something. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> that cat needs to get her shit together. Like, stay away from wet paint. I guess there's something about it. She mm-hmm. likes latex. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. Speaking of cats, so the beach house that we stayed at had this really thick finish, I guess, of polyurethane on the wooden countertops in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. But if you look closely, there were cat paw prints. Clearly, oh, I mean, yeah. the cat had walked across the countertop after the polyurethane was put down and not quite set. You know,
1: she was trying to escape from Pepe Le Pew. That's probably it. That's <laughs> what was going on. Okay. <laughs> anyway, that's
0: our announcement about the meet-up. Okay. There Announced. Go. There see, you go. See you tomorrow. <laughs> I'm excited. We have some fun shit planned, so... Oh, also, Mary will be bringing our handheld microphones, so we're thinking about doing some recordings. I don't know what we're going to do, but come with your best LDL voice.
1: You must either imitate Elohim, Pirate God, or Lucifer.
0: Mm -hmm. Or just blink, blink, I'm Eve. Eve's really easy to imitate because she (laughs) barely says anything. I don't think she says a damn thing after they get cast out. Maybe. I don't know. We're going to get that.
1: Okay. Well, Looking forward to that. So. <laughs> Looking
0: forward to Eve's big
1: speaking parts <laughs> exactly. in the temple. Funny. Speaking of those recordings, so the reason we're sort of not sure what we're going to do with the recordings yet is that we're going to do our 100th episode, November 21st, right? is yes, Isn't that ma'am? when that comes out? Mm-hmm. And we want to feature our patrons and channel members on that. But uh, we want to get these recordings too, so I don't know, maybe we'll mix them all up. Listen, we don't know what we're out. doing
0: until like four seconds beforehand. If you can't tell by our episodes, we're like, "What do you want to talk about?" We don't mm. plan. We usually. <laughs> well, you have notes. I do. I do.
1: Oh, in fact, I wanted to add that as a Patreon tier.
0: Oh, Shelley's you get to see my goofy notes. notes. Oh, good god.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. Let me gear up. I also enjoy looking at your notes for an after-show
0: and trying to and trying and interpret
1: those. Yeah, that's good pretty stuff. fun. Good we should, stuff. We should put that stuff up on Patreon. All right, I can do that. Where are we in this episode? Speaking of being unprepared.
0: Well, we wanted to. I mean, you're jumping ahead. Oh, there, my God. I have another announcement. You have another announcement. The Temple Finger Book. Oh, right. <laughs> Working title. No, Working this title. Is <laughs> final title <laughs> Temple Finger Book. Send in your snapshots of you flipping off any Mormon temple. Send that picture to us along with your name or a fake name if you don't want your name on that page and which temple it is.
1: Yeah, it doesn't have to be first, last names. No. Yeah, it can be just first names. Sure. We're kind of on a first name basis here. That's true, Mary. <laughs> Shelly. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's going to be a fun project. Uh-huh.
0: Um, yeah, those are all the announcements.
1: Well, you did so great on those. Thank you. Let's give her a hand, everybody. Way to announce.
0: <laughs> Crushed it. Uh-huh. It's your turn, Mary. We want to do a what they said to get into the group. You know, you struggle with that title. It's long. You're going to bitch <laughs> at me about Temple Fingerbook, and you created what they said to get into the group. Speaking of that. Fit and, that on a t-shirt.
1: <laughs> and titles that are hard to say, if uh-huh. you're me. Uh-huh. This is what they said to get into the Latter Day Lesbian Podcast Discussion Group on Facebook.
0: Oh my God, you crushed Boom! it. Boom. First, first time ever. Try. <laughs> no, Holy crap. And first time getting it right.
1: Okay. First time and first try. Bunch of firsts here today. Mm-hmm. Okay, so because I crush this segment and Shelly struggles with pronouncing what it is, I'm going to say cue intro. What they, said, what, they said. what they said to get into the group. Okay, so just as a reminder to everyone, you have to answer two questions when you try to get into the Facebook discussion group for yes. latter
0: Lesbian Podcast. We oh want to make God. sure that the people in there are people who actually listen to the podcast, so it's more of a tighter-knit community, I would say. There's a lot of ex mormon groups that are... You know, 15,000 people big, which, yay for them. Well, we want it to be a really supportive group. We yes. don't want anyone who's kind of a troll. If you are a <laughs> troll, we will roast the shit out of you. <laughs> Just fair warning. <laughs> so this
1: was in answer to what are Shelly and Mary's
0: dogs' names. Right on. Okay.
1: Someone said, oh, God, Elvis and something or other?
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. No, but we still let them into the group. <laughs> we
1: did. We did. Neither dog's name is Elvis. No just so you know. Right. (laughs) And Priscilla,
0: that would be the appropriate response, right? True, but we also do not have a dog by the name of Priscilla.
1: Nope, but I'm starting to think Eddie's new name is Priscilla. I think so. (laughs) Someone said, oh, fuck, I don't know if I remember them both. I just found your podcast. And the whole thing just seems so panicked to me. This Which is, is someone great.
0: who is recovering from religious trauma. Oh, for sure. <laughs> they press the button, join group, and then the questions, and they're like, fuck! I don't know the answer. are not going to let me in. I'm not good enough. I'm <laughs> not good enough. <laughs> you are good
1: enough. You are. We love you. This is a safe place. Yes. So come on in. No need to panic. Don't on the panic. question.
0: Just give us a fun answer and we'll let you in, okay? Yep.
1: This one says, damn it, I just heard this this morning. I can't remember, but it was in the pirate episode. <laughs>
0: hey, you forgot the dog names, did you? They might need to walk the plank. <laughs> you might need to walk the plank, Purr Shelley. <laughs> <Per> Shelley. She's <laughs> giving the instructions around here. Oh, my God. I'm just <laughs> <That laughs> the, the muscle. <laughs> I'm Elohim, and I'm like, Pirate Jehovah. <laughs> pirate Joe. Instruct the new people. The re- recruits? The new recruits. Do you, would Elohim say recruits? No. <laughs> Instruct the man, Adam. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. Got another one?
1: Yeah. This one's cute. I don't know, but my dog's name is Winston, and he's adorable. Aww. <laughs> Shout may- out
0: to Winston. Yes, and you may enter. <laughs> oh, God. It's yeah <laughs> That is very temply.
1: <laughs> oh, this is not about dogs, but I like it. This is after you answer those questions, so the admins have asked, are you willing to be respectful of people of various faiths, political views, sexual orientations, and gender identities? And the answer is, yes, I'm a big fan of sexual orientations and alcohol.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You may enter. (laughs) You've come to the right place. (laughs) Uh, Speaking
1: of admins, I want to give a shout-out to ours. Alice, Jessa, and Jamie, thank you so
0: much for We always you do. do it in the same order. Jamie, Jessa, and Alice. You always do it in the same order. Just I just— <laughs> That was a total brain
1: fuck right now. Mm-hmm, okay. I know. Yes,
0: thank you, ladies. Appreciate yeah. everything you do.
1: Okay, moving on. Oh, yeah, Mary's got
0: a letter. Keep sending the letters in. I do. We're getting a lot right now. We're getting a lot of new listeners, and that makes me so happy. And this is going back a bit. Oh, that's right. We're trying to catch up. Yeah, this is from November of
1: 2019. Shit, that's almost a year ago. <laughs> Who's it from? It's from Livia. Livia, we're
0: sorry. Yes, we are. But shall we do our little intro here? Yeah. Okay. This is the countdown, right? Three, two, one, or one, two, three. No. What, you, <gasps> that's what is a... this one? <laughs> I think the three, two, one countdown
1: is, he said what? You're right. And we're not doing that today. No. We haven't done that in a while. Need to bring that back.
0: Well, Conference, LDS General Conference is right around the corner, so we will for oh, sure yeah. have some he said what's. Maybe even some she said what's. Maybe so.
1: <laughs> okay, so our intro goes a little something like, it's time for another LDL letter. letter. Livia says, thank you for giving me my voice. Your stories and the way you both live an authentic life
0: is so inspiring to me. We were authentic a year ago. I guess we were. Damn, girl.
1: (laughs) I have made headways in the right direction on living an authentic life, but being born and raised in East Germany into a very strict Mormon family formed my path strongly. Yeah. I went on a mission, married a return missionary, and was super active in the church. My husband was American, so I left my country, family, and friends behind
0: after just dating him six weeks. Oh, I thought you were going to say months, and I was going to be like, damn, that's short. But it's weeks. (laughs) Damn. It's weeks. Damn, that's short. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fucking Mormons.
1: I know. I stayed married for 10 years to a man I wasn't attracted to or in love with. Oof. All in pursuit of being the, quote, perfect Mormon. I feel that. Yep. Until my mom passed away, which started a ripple of events that changed my life forever. I can only speculate, but I think it had much to do with mom being very sick all my life. I was about nine years old as she was rolled into surgery where the outcome was very uncertain. In fact, her heart did stop beating for a few minutes, but she was able to be revived. She was over eight hours in surgery, and I prayed my little heart out. I told God that if he let my mom live, I would be the perfect Mormon girl for him. So raise your hand, listeners, if you ever prayed and made deals with God. When you were kids?
0: Mm -hmm. Did you ever do that,
1: Shelley? Uh, Like, if you just do blah, 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 or if you give me blah, 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 I will be so perfect or whatever.
0: Unfortunately, mine was when I was a teen and in college before I got my life together. Um, It was, if you make it so I'm not pregnant, I will never have sex again until I'm married. (laughs) I'm just saying. (laughs) They're called
1: condoms.
0: Yeah, but they're (laughs) not if you weren't raised with any kind of... Way
1: to tell a guy to put on a condom. Right. So you weren't able to say, hey, will you use a
0: condom, please? I've never said that in my entire life. Wow. Yeah, you're right. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. I'm going to say it again. Wow. Wow. I mean, when you're raised that you, you just don't have sex, you know, I was never taught... If you decide to have sex, you need to be safe. You need to be careful. I've never taught that. Um, I was never taught you have every right, and it is your right, to tell a man to wear a condom, or you can say no. Like, that was never
1: discussed because I was just not supposed to have sex. Well, and how many guys had you said no to about anything up until that point?
0: None. No. I'm not talking about sex at this point. I'm talking about saying no to a patriarch, saying no to your father, saying no to any man who's telling you what to do. You just don't. Say no, you just do it. So it probably just wouldn't
1: have occurred to you to ask to be safe. No. Because you weren't used to asking for what was good for you. No. What you needed.
0: Nope. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, somber note. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. Sorry about that. Oh, to have a time machine. Yep. Okay.
1: Let's get back to the letter. Okay. Livia says, Somehow I believed that my goodness made my mom stay alive. Twisted, I know, she adds. I was the main caregiver for my mom throughout all my teenage years. I didn't date, never drank, or never actually did anything remotely teenager-like. Yeah, I think that is true for a lot of ex-Mormons, ex-religious people. Yeah. Where it's like they almost don't have their adolescence in a way. Right. You know, like they're so goody shoes and they're doing everything right. They don't get to sow any wild oats or anything. Sure. And I
0: would say, I guess I so- soiled. <laughs> You soiled your so- oats? <laughs> Got them all rotten. Um, I sowed my wild oats in my later teenage years. Yeah, you
1: kind of did. I did, however— And then you came back to the church.
0: I did, um, but I want to say, however, it was so filled with guilt and shame— Yeah, Um you didn't enjoy it? Well, it was just more damaging than a feeling of— Like, woo —freedom and—, and yeah adulthood or or whatever the case is yeah yeah
1: i sewed the shit out of my oats thank you for letting (laughs) me know (laughs) in all kinds of ways oh god
0: stop moving on what can i tell you (laughs) (laughs) to all the girls i've loved oh my god none there are zero none none and never (laughs) hilarious okay
1: Livia says, once I turned 21, I went on a mission and even extended my mission. Jesus. Yep. Married like you, Shelley, to the first guy who was a return missionary and showed interest in me. Mm -hmm. I, however, struggled with fertility problems, so we adopted three children, since you are not worth much in the Mormon church if you don't fulfill the role of motherhood. Very true. Yeah. I even was taking in two more babies through foster care, which we were in the process of adopting as well. Was striving to get up there with you, she says. Seven kids, haha. In parentheses, and you were too
0: short, so <laughs>
1: sorry. Yep. After my mother's sudden passing, the ripple began. Mm. My husband left me just a few weeks later. Holy shit! Yeah, I know, right? He just didn't come home from work one day and never returned. Damn. No explanation, no heads up. I had to find out through his work that he had left the state. Wow. That's crazy. Until this day, I have gotten no explanation. All I can gather is that before his leaving, we were fighting a lot about money. He came from a wealthy family, and money seemed to take priority over all. It caused a lot of fighting since I wanted to see my mom before she died in Germany. She was taken off life support and the doctor predicted a three-day window before she would pass away. We didn't have the money, and his parents, who were currently visiting, said they wouldn't loan money either. So she couldn't get over to Germany, it looks. Like. That's fucked up. It is fucked up. My ex-in-laws owned five huge houses and had just installed a $40,000 saltwater pool oh, in God. their backyard. Mm-hmm. These are just a few examples, she says. One day after my mom passed, they purchased my ex-husband a one-year CrossFit membership, which was a slap in my face. Uh, yeah, and that ain't cheap. Yeah, you would know, Shelley. Yeah. They didn't have the money to let me say goodbye to my dying mom, but they did have the money to buy him a year CrossFit membership, which is equal to, or if not more, than a plane ticket to Germany.
0: Absolutely is. Yeah. Yeah. That's so fucked up.
1: Yes. I confronted my ex-husband and ended up getting into debt to go to my mom's funeral, which, of course, set off lots of fighting. Mm-hmm. Mormon women are supposed to be submissive and obedient to the priesthood leader of the house. Yep. Yeah. So my mom died, my husband left, canceled my debit card, etc. I had to give those sweet foster babies to a different family. God. Yeah, since my home totally fell apart and didn't even know how I could take care of my three children or myself. Ugh. Let's just say my shelf did not just break, it was demolished. Oh, I can imagine. (laughs) Yeah, I would say. I was a stay-at-home mom like a good Mormon woman is supposed to be, so my resume was not impressive since I'd been out of the workforce for so long. But I managed to find a job and also was lucky that I had a seven-bed, three-bath house, which allowed me to rent out rooms and supplement income, which helped me to pay my bills somehow. I still went to church— But people stopped talking to me since they had heard that my husband had left. There were often Sundays where not one single person had talked to me. What the fuck? I don't
0: understand. Why are they not talking to her? Maybe they don't know the story and they assume that it's her fault because what worthy priesthood holder would leave his family? I don't know. I'm just guessing. Well, isn't it always like, what can you do, woman,
1: to make your husband be more into you or something? Right. (laughs) Right.
0: Put a little lipstick on. Put a
1: little lipstick on and look a little charming. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know. What is expected in that case? Who fucking knows? Oh, my God. I ended up renting the rooms to college-age kids, three guys and two girls. And I remember one time someone from church stopped by, of course, unannounced, Mm -hmm, because that's what what they they do, do, right? And one of the guys opened the door. Oh, you should have seen the face on the member. (laughs) 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 The church did help me a bit finally. But after two months, the bishop said I had to relearn to be self-reliant and also get my ex-still husband to help with bills. How do you relearn to be self-reliant if you've never really learned learned that? Yeah, I know. That's a weird thing to say. Livia says, I couldn't even get my ex-husband on the phone, so no help there. That's how I ended up renting out five rooms out of my house since I had a minimum wage job and my bishop needed me to be self-reliant. But I'm sure three young guys living with me started some rumors in my ward.
0: Yeah, you whore. <laughs> oh, easy. <laughs> well, that's what they would have been saying. Uh, well, what about doesn't make it true? I think she was super
1: uh, crafty in figuring out how to rent those rooms. That sure, was smart. Yeah, that's self reliance right there. You're Absolute, figuring it out. Absolutely. Okay. Fast forward a bit when I started dating again. I was too old for the singles ward Mm -hmm. since I was 35, and you're not allowed there after you turn 30. You old maid. Fun. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There were no guys my age in the ward. I also felt like if I ever took a chance in love again, I would not be picking a guy from the mid-single... 30 to 50 years, mm-hmm. adults, which probably would not be more than two to three men in my whole stake. Jesus. <laughs> Slim not much. pickings, baby. Yeah, not much to choose from. It would be with someone I chose, she yeah. said with an exclamation point. Someone I would passionately fall in love with. With someone I want to be with. I also knew I wanted to move in together before ever considering marriage again. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, test drive before you buy. Yes, good girl. For sure. I need that person to know strength, but also see me at my worst and vice versa. Mm -hmm. My boss at work kept telling me to go on Bumble since I always just worked and then went straight home to take (laughs) care of my three kids. Mm -hmm. After a month of convincing, I told my boss I would sign up for a week and that's all I could agree to, and I did. I was only days on Bumble, 100 swipes, and guys were really superficial except one. We actually had a meaningful correspondence, and he was the only one I stayed in contact with after canceling my Bumble account. He was nine years younger, but I decided I would not let that stop me and at least go out with him. I was so attracted to him. He was educated and kind with an awesome sense of humor, open to discussing everything and anything. I could go on and on, but since this is already the longest letter ever— It's not. We've had longer. (laughs) 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 I will stop here. I fell in love with this guy head over heels. My family wasn't happy with me dating a non-member. Of course. Right? I started to free myself from all those chains which the Mormon church had put on me. I started living my life the way I wanted to. I wore tank tops. What? Oh, hell yeah. Porn shoulders. <laughs> Porn shoulders are the best shoulders. It's true. There you go.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: My dad would see pictures of me and ask why I wasn't wearing my garments.
0: Been there, yep.
1: What do you say? Cuz they're stupid and they're fake and they're not really fire insurance and they're not going to protect me from anything and it's just hot and there's extra layers that I don't really want to wear. You say that in your head. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say though?
0: What did I tell my mom? I don't remember. It's been a couple of years. Was she crying? You're nowhere, you're nowhere. Yeah, she asked me why I wasn't wearing them, and I think I, like, went into, like, some weird Denver snuffer church history shit. This was back when I was, <laughs> you know, still wackily, slightly an offshoot of Mormonism. Mm-hmm. Thing. So, yeah, I don't remember. It was a weird time in my life. Very weird time.
1: You know, it would be kind of interesting just in general to hear people's stories about what they told their parents when they took their garments off. Yeah. And we've heard stories, too, about people just kind of keeping the garments around so when their parents show up, they, they put, them put them on. put them on, yep. <laughs> But otherwise, they don't wear them. Is that the first step? That's got to be the first step. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's awesome. Okay, back to the letter. Okay. Livia says, After a few months of dating, he moved in with me. So her bumble fella. Oh,
0: okay. Living in sin.
1: <laughs> All hell broke loose then. I even received a rebuking letter from my dad demanding me to go to my bishop and repent. Jesus.
0: God. Thanks, Dad.
1: Yeah. Uh, In fact, I had talked to my bishop already and had told him that this is what I chose to do, and he was not excited, but I probably won that bishop roulette lottery since he just released me from my calling and told me not to take the sacrament. Boom. (laughs) Looking back, it was such an exciting and exhilarating time. I drank for the first time in my life.
0: (gasps) Coffee? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, do you do coffee or alcohol first?
1: I know, right? What is the first one you do?
0: Coffee, typically.
1: I guess. Unless you don't like coffee. Well, there you go. Then you drink alcohol. (laughs) Which is great. Or you smoke weed, maybe. That, yep. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. I got my first tattoo, etc. Also, it was one of the hardest times of my life since I was judged by my family and my friends so badly. Well, yeah. I had only Mormon friends. I lived in the bubble, but I am so grateful that I decided to go out and explore the world outside the bubble. I love how my horizon has widened. It's a big, fun world. Yeah. Lots of experiences. It can to be, be had. scary at first, well, but sure. You yeah. Because you're leaving the only community you ever know. Absolutely. So join our Facebook discussion group. Great community. Mm-hmm. Uh, Livia says, so much more room for love and acceptance,
0: mm-hmm. right? Very in the, true. In the
1: greater world. Because you're taught that the world
0: is evil and dangerous yeah. and scary, right? And if you if you mingle with the world, chances are that you might become like the world. So you got to st- st- steer clear. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Olivia says, all of a sudden, one can explore the world without all that judgment. It almost felt like a completely different world. I wish my family and friends could feel it just for a brief moment. But like your family, Shelley, there is just no way they will listen, no matter how many facts I present. So I gave up on that endeavor and avoid the topic completely with my family.
0: Probably best. Yeah. yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah.
1: I left the church completely behind me and live my life now the way I want to. On a side note, I did marry this amazing guy, and he is in the middle of adopting my three children. Oh,
0: what a wonderful ending. Yeah, that's wow. fantastic. Yeah, Happy for you, Livia.
1: Listening to your podcast helped me so much during that road of leaving the church because you could put so many of those silent abuses into words. It was almost as if you saying these things out loud made them real and empowering. Wow. Yeah. There is so much power in saying things out loud and naming them as what they are. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Amen to that. You speak for so many who lost their voice in the Mormon church. Thank you for helping us find our voice again.
0: Sincerely, Livia. Oh, Livia, you are so, so welcome. Absolutely. Thank you for your awesome letter with the happy ending. I know. Yeah.
1: I love to hear like success stories. Yeah. Like you left the church and yeah, you went through some shit. You went through mm-hmm. some horrible times in that stupid cult, fucking cult. But there's light at the end of the tunnel. Yes. There can be happy endings. Absolutely. I know. I love that so much. If you would like to send us a letter, please visit our website slash contact mm-hmm. and get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. Yes. Okay, I think it's break time. Break
0: time, Jazz Hands. Yeah, hopefully, uh, no general conference commercials, but you just never know. I mean, good luck. You might be getting um. Actually, you know what? They won't, because when this comes out, it'll be post general oh, conference. Thank God. So you might get like the Spanish Coles commercial. <laughs> I thought or- it was JCPenney. Oh, shit. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> or the Sea uh, C- Minerals? Seamen commercial. Seamen <laughs> minerals. Yeah. <laughs>
1: okay, well, you enjoy that. <laughs>
0: We're back from our break. We are, and last week, if you remember, we were talking about the little white Bible. I have no recollection of that. That's a lie. <laughs> Such a lie. You know, we talked about like how they're supposed to ride their bikes, uh-huh. and you know, not swim in the water. Not and swim shit. in the water. Mm-hmm. Um, only no water to, sports. <laughs> no
1: water sports. Only well, allowed- okay. That's stupid. Why would you say you can't do water sports when they're already
0: not allowed to swim at all? Well, because you have to be commanded in all things. <laughs> it's like, just in case you do swim, though. In case you break that rule, <laughs> make sure you don't water ski okay. while you're out there. Sure. That, yeah. Okay. Also, the whole um, half-court basketball only mm-hmm. and no keeping score on your P-days. Yeah, you so. don't want to
1: get aggressive with your scorekeeping. No.
0: No, that <laughs> can bring in the spirit of contention. At least that. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Uh-huh. So, what I wanted to do today was go through this missionary handbook some more. But as I was scrolling through, I got so bored.
1: Really? It's not that interesting anymore?
0: (laughs) It becomes like how to be a missionary. For example, it tells you like the exact words to say when you're baptizing someone, how to perform the functions, which is boring. Um, I'm just scrolling right now.
1: Wait, do female missionaries get to baptize anyone?
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> I already knew the answer. <laughs> they don't even get to the baptismal interviews. They have to get someone just to the point of them saying, I would like to get baptized, and then they have to turn them over to the boys.
1: Oh, better do that.
0: Yeah, so the boys can get cred for it.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, they need this, more credit.
0: Yeah, this was interesting. This is an appendix, a guideline for couples and senior sisters. It couples and sisters age 40 and older. Senior sisters. Couples and sisters. 40 plus? Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. I guess we're seniors. Oh, Not for that we'd sure. ever go on a damn mission. Uh, anyway, it's boring. Feel Does free. Does
1: AARP to- know that 40 plus is a senior citizen? Because they need to get on that. <laughs> get it
0: together. You know, it doesn't
1: matter how many times I move, I am no. inundated by those people.
0: Jesus. Well, that's because you're old. Baby. <laughs> I know you mean that with love. All the all the love. All the love. All, the okay. love. All right, so we're going to just stop with Missionary Handbook. It's out there if you want to be bored to death for the second half of it. Mm-hmm. But I do believe we're back in the temple now. We're back in the temple? Are we ready to be back in the temple?
1: I got my mints. I got my ridiculous garments and things. And my, Oh, God, this reminds me. What? We were sent a pillowcase with a bunch of shit in it.
0: <laughs> yes, Where is we were right here. This was sent to us by Christy Fancy Water, was her new name, <laughs> and Don Box Elder. For oh, Dean, that whole from, box, from the box elder, elder fiasco, fiasco. Yeah.
1: <laughs> of 2020. I know.
0: So this is that's the, the pillowcase.
1: pillowcase. Mm-hmm. It looks like a grandma
0: embroidered that shit. A grandma did embroider <laughs> that shit. So we are lucky enough to have one of these in our possession at this point. So are we? Yes, we are. So that I don't have to explain to you what it looks like. All right, what's it, in we, that thing? So as I'm telling which parts of the pillowcase have to be put on, I can show you. So how many things
1: are in that thing?
0: Really? Robe, apron, <laughs> sash, bail. Robe, apron, sash, bail. <laughs>
1: That's not very big. How do you get all that in you there? Hold fold them up real, real tight. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I could never figure out the best way to fold the veil.
1: Is it like folding a paper map? After <laughs> <you've> tried, <laughs> it's like a fitted remember sheet. Remember a paper map?
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just went up rolling it up on itself, and then I always felt like, was that disrespectful? <laughs> yeah, fitted sheets are challenging. I just roll them. <laughs> Fuck it. So we're going to call the veil the fitted sheet. Um, okay. This point further. Anyway, yes, we have that. There's all that shit. It's coming up. And weird pillowcase thing. So mm-hmm.
1: what's the actual name for that thing?
0: Oh my god, I didn't realize it's got a temple embroidered on it. It's got a temple embroidered on it? (laughs) It's got Christy's name. (laughs) Look, her name's embroidered with a temple on it. Oh Oh, my sweet, sweet Christy fancy water. Where do you get that? (laughs) Like your grandma makes it for you. Someone actually made that for real? Yes. Oh, geez. And she gave it to us. <laughs> okay. Are there mints in here? Hang on, matron um, mints. Oh, what I do feel is Condom? the easy no, the easy to attach uh, apron. You damn cheater, Christy. Oh, okay. Easy to attach apron. Okay,
1: <laughs> well that'll be fun to get into in a bit. Uh huh. All right.
0: Okay, so last week, where did we leave off? Peter James and John um, were then told to go down, of course, as your true character. Blah blah. They got to go visit the man Adam.
1: I feel like we need like old timey organ music, like like old soap opera music. That's for all you, baby. in here.
0: <laughs> Last time when we <laughs> left our players, <laughs> as the loaded jury world turns, <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Insert some of that shit there; it needs it. Okay, I'll get right on that. So basically, seven hundred people now have gone down the chain to tell Peter James and John, um, you know, to go down and
1: because Elohim had to tell Jehovah, who had to tell Peter James and John, who yes. had to talk to Adam. Yeah, is Lucifer in there anywhere? Is he in the chain of command? No, but he's he's in the next scene. He's just kind (laughs) of lurking in the shadows.
0: Mm -hmm. All right. So, movie's on.
1: Did the guy, the mute guy in front push another button to start it again? I'm trying to remember if there's a pause there.
0: Eh, It doesn't really matter. All right. So, Peter, James, and John go down to the world to speak to the man, Adam. And Peter says, I am Peter. And James says, I am James. And John says, I am John. And Lucifer steps in front and says, yes, I thought I knew you. Does he not say,
1: I am Lucifer? I mean, we're going to get there. Okay, well, I'm excited. I'm excited
0: for that. So Lucifer says, yes, I thought I knew you. And then pre-1990, the preacher, of course, comes into play. But I'm not going to do that yet because Lucifer says, yes, I thought I knew you. What are you going to do now? (laughs) <laughs> I don't know why I just always love
1: that. <laughs> what are they gonna do? Well, I
0: don't know. They're gonna... Well, I do know what they're gonna do. But let me read first the part that was taken out in the 1990s. And this again, right I it. haven't read this yet. Oh, okay. So this is fun for me too. So Lucifer, so loser, <laughs> loser, loser, Lucifer says, "Yes, I thought I knew you." And then he turns to the preacher. Do you know who these men are? They claim to be apostles. Try them. Remember remember how we try to see if they're apostles or not? The preacher goes to Peter, do you profess to be an apostle of the Lord Jesus Christ? And Peter says, we do. And the preacher says, this man told me that we should never have any revelation or apostles, but if any should come professing to be apostles, I was to ask them to cut off an arm or some other member of the body penis. and then restore it. For sure they mean <laughs> penis. Absolutely. So that the people might know that they came with power. Mm-hmm. And Peter's response is, We do not satisfy men's curiosity in that manner. It is a wicked and an adulterous generation that seeks for a sign. Do you know who that man is? He is Satan. Mm -hmm. And the preacher says, what? The devil? (laughs) And then Peter says, that is one of his names. I wish this was still in when I went through. Like, what a ridiculous— Okay, then the preacher says, he is quite a different person from what he told me the devil is. He said the devil has claws like a bear's on his hands, horns on his head, and a cloven foot, and that when he speaks, he has the roar of a lion. Peter says, he has said this to deceive you, and I would advise you to go out of his employ. The preacher says, your advice is good, but if I leave his employ, what will become of me? Peter says, well, Is he paying him? Well, I'm getting there. What There's the only fuck? like three more parts of this part that I never saw before. <laughs> Peter says, we will preach the gospel unto you with the rest of Adam's posterity. Who the fuck? There's no one there. And <laughs> the preacher says, that is good. Do they mean entourage? Sure. You know, like Blinky Eve over here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then the preacher turns Lucifer and says, I would like to have a settlement. I want you to pay me for preaching. And Lucifer says, I am ready to keep my word and fulfill my part of the agreement. I promise to pay you if you would convert these people, and they have nearly converted you. You can get out of my kingdom. I want no such men in it. <laughs> <laughs> and then Lucifer says, what are you going to do now? To the preacher or to Peter James To Peter. James John? Okay. So Lucifer just kicked out his preacher. Because he wanted payment? Wait, what? <laughs> I don't know. I Listen, I just read it. You don't want to, like, push the minus 30... A few times on your (laughs) phone and re listen, go right ahead. I
1: probably will after this is published. The preacher told Lucifer, Are you gonna pay me or what?
0: Yeah. Peter tells the preacher that Lucifer is actually the devil. Uh huh. And that he should not hang with the devil. And Mm -hmm. the preacher's like, Well, then what am I supposed to do? And Peter says, Well, we'll preach the gospel to you and to the rest of Adam, you know, Adam and his entourage. Mm -hmm. And so the preacher goes to Lucifer, Well, will you pay me for preaching for you? Like, pay me, dude. And Lucifer is like, you didn't even convert these people. I'm not giving you a dime. Get out!
1: There's only two people on the planet to convert, and there's no money. (laughs) And he couldn't do it anyway. (laughs) There's no one to buy goods and services. (laughs) There's not even any bartering. There are no people. Mm -hmm. They're just Adam and Eve and some weird preacher dude coming from the future.
0: (laughs) Who, by the way, they just got rid of in 1990, so there's even less people. (laughs) Oh, my God, Mormons. This next section is the last part of Michael, Balaam, Lucifer, and it is the best. All right, I'm ready with my um, golf clap. Good. So Lucifer again says, and I'm going to say it again because it's one of my favorites, what are you going to do now? Who's he talking to? Peter. Oh, okay. And Peter says, we will dismiss you without further argument. (laughs) And then Lucifer says, ah, you have looked over my kingdom and my greatness and glory. Now you want to take possession of the whole of it. Then he looks at the audience. This feels like an argument to me.
1: I thought he was re- dismissing him without argument. Basically, like, get the fuck out and shut the fuck up. And
0: Lucifer's like, no, 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 no. I have something to I say. I have something to say. <laughs> Which is funny because I was about to say that that he has something to say. <laughs> so he talks about that you want to take possession of the whole of it to Peter, like, oh, Peter. And then he turns, like, right staring at the camera. So he's now staring at all of us sitting there in the dark um, in our temple clothes. Like, you know he's talking to, to you. Mm-hmm. I have a word to say concerning these people. If they do not walk up to every covenant they make at these altars in this temple, this day, they will be in my power. Ooh, that was good. ha, <laughs> mm-hmm. And then Peter says, Satan, we command you to depart. And then Lucifer says, by what authority? And then Peter raises his arm to the square, and he says, in the name of Jesus Christ, Oh, right before he says it, it's like this um, triumphant type music that Mm -hmm. comes on. Oh, for sure. In the name of Jesus Christ, our master. And then Lucifer's like, (laughs) (laughs) turns and walks off. Storms off. Storms off
1: in a storm? Sound like you're creating like thunder and shit.
0: And that was the last of Lucifer. Wow. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, Well, I'm not not done. Can I keep going? (laughs) Are you bored?
1: Uh, I just think it's weird that he's like, (laughs) in the name of Jesus Christ. Isn't Jehovah like right there? And it's like, oh, you're talking about me again? No, they're on Earth now. Jehovah's been up and down, back and forth on the planet. No, no, no. This time he just sent Peter, James, and John. Okay. I mean, who can keep up? (laughs) Serious. (laughs) Last time on As the Temple
0: Turns. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's so great. Starring Michael Ballum Uh Lucifer. And a bunch of other weirdos. (laughs) So basically what happens is Lucifer leaves, and then Peter says to Adam, Adam, we are true messengers. And like the music is all la, 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 you know, like peaceful and happy, and Lucifer's gone. Adam, we are true messengers from the Father and have come down to give unto you the further light and knowledge he promised to send you. And Adam finally says something. He goes, how shall I know that you are true messengers? And by the way, you just saw fucking Peter kick the devil out. (laughs) Adam is a dumbass.
1: I mean, he really is stupid. (laughs) He really,
0: really is. He just doesn't pay attention to anything. He's like, who are you? And we're supposedly all descended from complete idiots. Okay, so... He asks, how shall I know that you are true messengers? And Peter says, by our giving unto you the token and sign you received in the Garden of Eden. Peter takes Adam by the hand and the first token of the Aaronic Priesthood. But it's funny because you can't see them making the sign.
1: Because
0: it's it's so secretive, I guess. It can't be in the movie. I don't know. (laughs) It's like cheating. Adam says, what is that? And Peter says, the first token of the Aaronic Priesthood. Adam says, has it a name? Peter says, it has. Adam says, will you give it to me? And Peter says, I cannot, for it is the new name, but this is the sign, and this represents the execution of the penalty. So this is back in the penalty days. So he demonstrates the sign that we learned already and the penalty that we talked about, which was slitting your throat. Uh huh. Yeah, it's great.
1: Again, I'm going to say ironic priesthood <laughs> that was based on
0: Aaron, the brother mm-hmm. of Moses, mm-hmm.
1: wouldn't. Be applicable because none of them were around yet. But I, I guess you could say Peter, James, and John weren't around yet either.
0: It's a weird timeline.
1: It really is. <laughs> but I guess God has a time machine or one of those weird time fuckery doodles uh-huh. that Hermione Granger had in um, Harry Potter. What was oh, that called? Do I don't know. Was
0: I think time fuckery rules are <laughs> you uh, like time good, fuckery. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, so there's one more sentence in the entire movie. So Adam then turns to the crowd just like Satan did and said, these are true messengers. Oh, I guess it's two sentences. I exhort you. I hate the word exhort. Okay. I exhort you to give strict heed to their counsel and teachings, and they will lead you in the way of life and salvation. Why do you hate that word? Exhort. It's such a Mormon word. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, such a fucking Mormon word after that is said then the temple like the curtain closes and the, I guess the movie screen goes up and then you're like oh now it's going to get even more boring because what they're going to have that booming voice and the dude is going to yeah now it's people in white and booming voice and they're looking at you and then no mouth movement mm-hmm. so this is Peter now this person is representing Peter and he says a couple will now come to the altar remember we talked about when you have to be yeah. the representatives what, are the, what did we call it? the what? Stand-ins? I don't know. <laughs> what, what did you call um, it? Shit. It's the. Uh, it's not proxy. Witness. That's witness couple. Witnesses. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, blah, blah, blah. You got to go up there and kneel down. So, when you're a witness couple, you have to go kneel at the altar in front of this guy every time. And he's, like, giving you these hand signals. Uh, we're required to give you the, the law of the gospel. Blah, blah, blah. We've already talked about this. Each of you bring your right arm to the square. This is, again, that, you know, bow your head and say, yes, that will do. Okay, you ready? We're going to start getting dressed. Let's do it. Peter says, We are instructed to clothe you in the robes of the holy priesthood. Place the robe on your left shoulder. This is Place- the toga thing. Yes. Okay. Well, I'm going to show you. Place the cap on your head with the bow over the right ear. Replace the apron. Tie the girdle with the bow on girdle? the right side. Remove the slippers from your feet and put them on again as part of the temple clothing.
1: Are there spanks in there too? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you may now proceed to clothe. So, those of you who've been through the temple, when Peter says we are instructed to clothe you in the robes of the holy priesthood, boom, the stress sets in. You're like, okay, robe apron, sash fill. You're like sitting a <laughs> little more. To remember the order. You're slowly, like sneakily, trying to get the heel of your slipper off so it comes off quicker when he says you may now proceed to clothe. And I remember seeing some people would start taking their slippers off altogether before they said proceed, and I'd be like, holy shit. You can hear people kind of moving around in their seats and getting ready to have to stand up and start putting their shit on because it was nervous making. <laughs> it's like, but I don't want to be the last one standing well, I need to take shoes off or slippers be- because
1: God said so. God told you to remove your slippers,
0: yeah, and then put them back on, yeah. <laughs> okay, so then you do all that. God, shit. I think, has a foot fetish. Yeah. Do you want to see it? Do you want to see
1: this? Sure. What's in there? It's like, okay, so we're we're looking at one of those actual pillowcase
0: things. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And
1: is there a name for that weird? I don't. I don't know. Pillowcase thing.
0: I don't know. Okay, here's the robe.
1: It kind of like looks like oh, a sheer
0: curtain. This is so cheating. She has the one with the hooky things on this. It's so cheating. I had the ones with like the long. It
1: seriously looks like a
0: sheer curtain. Okay, I'm going to stand up. Uh, <laughs> <Jesus>. Mary's face. <laughs> that is the stupidest thing. Okay, what goes next? Veil.
1: Apron? Robe, apron, sash, veil. I thought you already put the
0: apron on because you were covering your nakedness. No, you got to take the apron off. The first thing you do is you (laughs) take the apron off and take your shoes off. You have to take the apron off so you can put it back on? Correct.
1: (laughs) The apron is next after the robe? Say it to me. Robe, apron, sash, veil.
0: This is so weird, by the way, doing this. I haven't done this in years. I'm going to take a picture of you. Are there garments in there, too? Oh, this is the sash. So robe, apron, The sash basically
1: looks like the same material as the robe. I think. It's like some gauzy, weird... Stevie
0: Nicks would be digging on (laughs) this sash.
1: And that's the veil?
0: Oh, she had the um, elastic-y kind. Yep. And I always tried to tie it so it didn't give me a double chin, which was also very complicated. I'm having so many memories right now. This
1: thing is hideous. <laughs> <laughs> I have never been less turned on in my entire life.
0: Me neither. The hills are, are alive. alive. Whew, I can tell that Christy uh, fancy water is less girthy than I am because your apron is cutting off my circulation around my fat <laughs> gut. And that is okay. Are there different sizes to these things? Well, this is adjustable. Okay. And she just has it adjusted for her skinny waist. (laughs) Okay, so now we did that. And now everyone sits back down and you're like, you better not be the last one sitting down or you're embarrassed. And then Peter's voice again says, a couple will now come to the altar. With the robe on the left shoulder, you are prepared to officiate in the ordinances of the Aaronic Priesthood. We will now give unto you the second token of the Aaronic Priesthood with its accompanying name, sign, and penalty. We desire all to receive it. Arise. Well, let's talk real quick about what that penalty is, okay? This is our next penalty. This one is our breasts be torn open, our hearts and vitals torn out, and given to the birds of the air and the (laughs) beasts of the field. I kind of like my breasts. Well, they're going to get torn out if you ever say anything. (laughs) This is how you make the sign. The participant placed his or her hand in a cup from over the left breast. The gesture was made by pulling the hand swiftly across the breast, then quickly dropping the hand and arm to the side of the participant's body. You cup your breast, basically.
1: It's like you're cupping over a the boob. Over the breast.
0: I'd be cupping my boob, though, right? So you cup it over the boob, or you actually I cup boob? I never did this. This is, your boob. this is pre-1990. I don't okay. know. Any pre-1990s? Did you cup your own boob or just put it on the top of your boob? Where's the nipple when this is all going down? That's what I want to know.
1: And We need to know this. We do we need to know. Need a diagram. Oh, hell yeah.
0: Hell yeah. Yeah. That's funny. We desire all to receive it. Arise. So this is when now he's saying that this is what this is, reveals the name sign and token. That's an ugly motherfucking veil, by the way. Like Mm -hmm. really unattractive. Are you supposed to be like the bride of Christ or something or Frankenstein? I don't don't know. It gets better, though. Wait till we get to the prayer circle. (laughs) Oh, can't wait. (laughs) Okay, so now Peter's voice says, I will now explain the covenant and obligation of secrecy, which are associated with this token, its name, sign, and penalty. Again, this is pre-1990. Which you will be required to take upon yourselves. If I were receiving my own endowment today, and if my first given name were David, I would repeat in my mind those words after making the sign at the same time representing the execution of the penalty. I... David, covenant before God, angels, and these witnesses that I will never reveal the second token of the Aaronic priesthood with its accompanying name and sign and penalty. Rather than do so, I would suffer my life to be taken. All rise.
1: We all stand up. Can I interject something for a second? I get really confused when it's a mention of the Aaronic priesthood or the Melchizedek
0: priesthood. We'll get to the Melchizedek in a minute. You, You have to have the robe on a different shoulder. Seriously? Yep. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Why? Because right is better? I don't know. We'll get there. We're almost there. We're almost there. Right shoulder equals
1: Melchizedek
0: and left yes. shoulder equals ironic. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, basically, he so says, everyone arise and tells, he tells us to make the second token, tells you how to do it, and now I'll do the penalty, blah, 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 and then we all sit down. Well, at the end, after we do all that, he says, that will do. And then we sit down. So then, Peter's voice booming says, "Jehovah, blah blah blah." He just basically gives the report back, and we showed him the sign, blah blah blah. And Jehovah's like, "Great job!" And goes and, and tells, they all
1: high five or chest bump or something. Well,
0: that would be hilarious to see all these old <laughs> men in white suits. But now they just stand there, locking eyes with the crowd. And then Elohim's voice comes on and says, "It is well, Jehovah. Send down Peter, James, and John again to the celestial world. Have Adam and his posterity change their robes to their right shoulder." preparatory to officiating in the ordinances of the Melchizedek priesthood and introduce them into the terrestrial world. Instruct Peter, James, and John further to give unto Adam and his posterity the law of chastity. And to put them under covenant to obey this law, which is that the daughters of Eve and the sons of Adam shall have no sexual intercourse except with their husbands or wives to whom they are legally and lawfully wedded. And to give unto them the first token of the Melchizedek priesthood or the sign of the nail, with as an accompanying name and sign and penalty, have them return and bring me word. So (laughs) they had to get some sexual shaming in there. Yeah, 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 (laughs) yes, yes, yeah. Uh-huh. First, they're going to make you change your clothes again. Again? And get all stressed out again, and then they're going to sexual shame. <laughs> so then, of course, Jehovah has to repeat all of that shit to Peter, James, and John, and you're just sitting there like, oh, my God. Maybe pirate God would have this to say about it.
1: Hey,
0: Jehovah or
1: Peter, James, or John, or who the fuck cares? Make sure you're not playing hide the sausage down there in the terrestrial <laughs> kingdom,
0: or wherever the fuck you are. <laughs> <Arr>. <laughs> That little R at the end was was the best. (laughs) Okay, so Peter says, it shall be done, Jehovah. And then, of course, he has to say, come, James and John, let us go down. But then, for some reason now, Peter has to tell James and John what they're about to do. We are instructed to have you remove the—blah, blah, 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 again. So now we stand up. We have to, again, take off our slippers— Take off the robes. Why? I don't know. Or because want- you get to switch the shoulder. Yeah, you but can why leave you have the to- veil on?
1: But that seems like you would want to take the veil off because you got to put the thing over your head to put it on the other shoulder. See, and this always made me have
0: stress. Now, by the way, the men have this hat that looks like a baker's cap. Yeah, with this like bow over the left ear, <laughs> and it's tied to the girdle. And so, as they're taking, what's the girdle? Not the girdle. This that's tied to this. What is that?
1: That's the sash. No, that's the toga. That's the robe. The the robe. robe.
0: (laughs) And it's tied. Why? I don't know. So when they switch it, they got to like move their hat. So it doesn't like. So now their hats spin. It's on the right hand side. Are you loving this, Mary? This is so stupid. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This is the stupidest thing, you guys. I wish you could see this outfit. (laughs) Okay. So you sit back down and you're like all panicky and make sure you weren't the last one. And then the narrator says, we now enter the terrestrial world and the lights come on. Brighter. Whatever the fuck that is. Well, it's where the lights come on brighter. Now the lights come on brighter. Is that just Earth? You know, we talked about this. Already. <laughs> I
1: can't remember. Isn't that just like terrestrial? It just means Earth.
0: Right? I, I don't I don't know.
1: I suspect that Joseph Smith was just kind of stupid.
0: Yeah, he's high, I think. (laughs) For Uh, sure. Yeah. Anyway, Peter now says a couple will now come to the altar. So basically now the couple is at the altar representing you, representing Adam and Eve or whatever. And it just goes to the whole damn thing again. You promise to keep the law of chastity, but, you know, blah, blah, blah. Oh, and back in the day, the women covenanted separately from the men on everything, which means the temple would take like twice as fucking long to get through it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, but now they just do it all at the same time. But it's the whole bow your head and say yes. Peter says that will do. This is
1: so repetitive and boring. I know, I know. And how many times, literally, did
0: you do this in your life? Oh God, <laughs> so many times. Like twenty? Oh God, so many more. More than that? Oh, um, I would guess in my entire time, fifty. That seems like a lot. I would say 75 to 100. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You
1: had to do all this stupid shit that many times?
0: Yeah, because I was going to be the most righteous. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. I think this is a good place to pause because (laughs) next time we talk about this, we're going to talk about the first token of the Melchizedek Priesthood or sign of the nail.
1: I thought it was the sure sign of the nail. No, that's
0: the second
1: (laughs) Okay. <laughs> okay. Whoops. My bad. <laughs> I got my signs and tokens all fucking mixed up. <laughs> Boy, imagine how I felt. Imagine how you felt sitting there. We got to go up there and like perform this shit in front of people. Please don't ever wear that stupid getup again. Want to go make out? Not really. Does it? It still smell smells funny? like the temple. It smells like the temple. There's
0: like this certain kind oh of. Oh my god. Um, Maybe it's just the fabric that they use. I don't know. But seriously, Christy, thank you. We will be um, using it again more in the future. (laughs) It looks like you're wearing a sheer curtain from head to toe, except for the apron. (laughs) Well, imagine having all that on plus like your temple dress, which is always thick and flowy. And you have a slip-on, and you've got
1: knee-high grandma pantyhose and, like, well, the slippers. That were the best part. <laughs> that were the best part. If I
0: could get Yeah, where's your slippers? God damn it. Hey Christy, why don't you send the slippers and the stockings with it? I guess stockings. That's such eat. a grandma word. Stockings. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. I'm removing the clothing now. That was something else. Ooh.
0: Huh. Okay. I'm good for now. I am good. Please don't ever put that shit on again. Creepy. One of these days, Mary's going to come to bed, and I'm going to be, like, oh, all God. under the covers. I'm going to be playing sexy music and have a candle lit, and she's going to slide into bed next to me, and boom, green apron. <laughs> <laughs> hiding your endowment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, Lord. look forward
1: to that. Good. Mm, that's mm-hmm. going to be something.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All right, should we take a final break? and uh, then I think people
0: need a break from the temple right now. Oh, yes. I know that I do, for sure. <laughs>
1: okay, good. All right, be right back. We're back, and um, I can't believe we're still in the temple and there's more to do. Yeah,
0: I'm a little exhausted. I'm glad that uh, we're taking a temple break. For real, for real, we're taking a temple break now because yeah. I'm leaving any minute now in like a day and a half.
1: Well, when this comes
0: out, you're when this right. comes out, I will have already been in Utah We'll probably for a be back weeks, already. That's who true. I, who knows? knows? Who knows? I don't know. Just know you have a nice, lovely break of no temple <laughs> for the next two, three weeks. So, whew,
1: I know Yay, I'm happy you. about
0: it. Are you happy about it? I am
1: a little bit, <laughs> okay, not going to lie. Should we move on to patron we names? We should. We
0: have, this week, two new patrons. Okay. Patron number one, JV, last initial, S. What's a good uh, temple name? Satan. <laughs> I had to get a coach lady. You sure did. There you go, JV <laughs> Satan. That's your name. Next patron is Ashley E., uh, endowment! <laughs> hey, Ashley, how big is your endowment? <laughs> <laughs> Show me your endowment. Okay. Oh, Okay. Is that an endowment under your apron, or are you just happy to see me?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: She could keep going, kids. I, I could, but going to just go on and on and on. <laughs> no, we'll move on to channels. All right, we have a new channels member, Megan C. C stands for... Chastity. Chastity.
1: The law of chastity. Oh, sorry, Megan. I'm known a few chastities. Can you imagine being named chastity? That's tough. It's tough to live up to. <laughs> uh, if you would like to join us on Patreon, please visit patreon.com slash Lesbian. And for Marco Polo Channel's video messaging, please check out our website at latterdaylesbian.org polo. There you go. That's all I got. Good work. I'd like to thank Dan from Extension Audio. Thanks for leaving it in, Dan. And everybody else, please heed my warning. Mm -hmm. Steer clear of those fucking cults. Because they're no joke. No joke at all. Talk to everybody later. Bye.